Welcome to Whispering Loudly, the award-winning workshop whisperer podcast as featured by Apple with Rachel Evans, the number one automotive business coach in the aftermarket. Thanks to Platinum sponsor Podium and Titanium sponsor Mechanic Desk. Welcome to Whispering Loudly, the workshop whisperer podcast. I'm Rachel Evans, the workshop whisperer, and today I am thrilled to have on with us Nicola Van Heunen from Coastal Autos in New Zealand. Now, you are one of our engine room clients along with your husband. Do you want to tell us a little bit about you guys? Sure. So, as you said, we are in New Zealand. We're actually super lucky because our business is based on one of the most beautiful beaches in New Zealand. Maybe the most beautiful beach. I'm slightly biased. (laughs) So we're a town that is booming, Papamo is booming, but everyone still comes here for holidays. So our population is booming, but during times like Easter and Christmas, we almost feel like we double in population. You can't buy bread anywhere, horrendous, but we feel pretty lucky to work here. So we're an automotive general repairer. We do warrant of fitnesses, we do servicing, repairs, tires, Okay, and along with your husband, Brett, who else do you have working for you? Brett is a, obviously still on the tools, we've mm-hmm. been trying to get him off, but he's still on the tools. We have two other senior mechanics, two apprentices, and we have one admin team, and then myself as business manager. And you've been working with us at the Workshop Whisperer in the engine room for a couple of years now, and you've learnt a bunch of stuff and uh, been able to implement some things that have really helped solidify your growth. But if you could start again, what do you think you would do differently? To be perfectly honest with you, when we first started, we were kind of flying by the seat of our pants. So this is the fourth automotive business that my husband and I have done together but it's the first workshop that has been in the general repairer industry. Mm -hmm. I think I would definitely look around for some sort of business system which would give us a platform to start with. I actually built all of our systems from scratch like Mm -hmm. I had no idea of best business practice. It's taken us a long time to play catch up Obviously, once I found this fabulous business coach, we started flying because we could get all of our systems and processes into place. I had no idea what KPIs I should be tracking or what targets I should be aiming for. If we had started with all of those, obviously, we would have probably been in a different place to where we are now. Not that I'm complaining about where we are at now. Mm, Yes. Um, The other thing I would have done differently is I would have started with an accountant who is industry-based. We were sort of going, I feel like, a little bit blindly for the first couple of years until we switched accountants. Obviously, I didn't have any network of anybody who knew what they were doing, so I felt like completely on my own. Yeah. Brett is an amazing mechanic. So, but I was doing all of the administration operations side. I didn't connect into any network at the beginning. So I was really like the blind leading the blind. So I would change that. And I would look for a great business coach much earlier on than we did. Mm. And if you need any recommendations. (laughs) 
So where is the business at now compared to before you joined the engine room? Like I said, we were really muddling along. We had four, we were a team of four. So there was Brett and myself, we had two technicians. Brett would come home at the end of the day just going, that's it, I'm done, I'm, I'm selling, I can't do this anymore. The stress overload was really wrecking any pleasure that we took out of being self-employed. We were working really hard and really long. We were paying all our bills, we were paying the mortgage, we were paying the wages, but there was just no cream on top. Yeah. There was nothing to make it all worthwhile. Fast forward to today, we're now a team of eight. We've got a business that's got this growing book of systems and procedures. We've got clear KPIs and targets that we work towards. We've got accountability with our networks. We're now at a place financially where we're growing a war chest and we're actually now starting to build our personal wealth. So we're not just in business to pay our bills, Mm. to pay the mortgage. We're actually starting to build a legacy for our children, which is really big for us. We've got five kids, so it's going to so we're going to work hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that, that's what it's all about, isn't it? It's about yeah. um, creating change for the next generation for us. And congratulations on getting yourself to that position. Because as you know, it's not easy work. And if it was easy work, everyone would know how to do it and there'd be no need for something like the Workshop Whisperer. So congratulations. It's so good to hear. Take a smoke out and review us on your Apple Podcast app or wherever you listen. If you had three pieces of advice for the listeners of Whispering Loudly as to the next actions they should take, what do you think they should be? I guess when we first joined the engine room, we were at a point where we were just so busy. We had no time for anything. We had no time for us, no time for family. We didn't even have time to work on the business. Mm. And it wasn't until we were with the engine room for probably four months that you guys held us accountable and said, hey, you've joined us for a reason. You need to put in the work. What are you going to do? Where can we help you? And we just really had to carve out, wrestle out time Mm. out of our days to work on the business. So if you're going to join the engine room, then that I think is paramount. If you're not prepared to put in the work straight away, if you can't carve out you know, two to four hours of your week to put in working time to work on your business, you won't get the return on investment that, Mm. you know, would be, you won't look back. And of course, you know, that's working with any coach or hiring any specialist to consult with you, accountant, financial planner. If you're not going to put in the work so that, you know, what you get out of that investment, you're going to get a return, then there is no point starting because you end up just making a donation to that person you've hired. And I don't know about you, but, you know, I'd rather see that people get the outcome they desire. And in your case, you're well down the track to building wealth that will change your children's futures down the track. That's amazing. So, okay, that's the first thing. Second thing is I love being part of a network of the OGs, you know, the the workshops who have been doing it for 15, 20 years. Mm. They've got all this experience that I don't have. When I look at them, it's like, oh, wow, you guys got it all together. You've got all these things in place. You know how to do it. And and I love learning from them. That's, that's one of the most valuable parts of being in the engine room. But I think at times it can get 
a little overwhelming if you look at where you are and where you have to get to mm. or where you might feel you have to get to whether you do or not. It can be like, oh, my God, there's so much work to do. How am I ever going to get there? And I did feel like that at the beginning and so that caused me to procrastinate. Like I was just like, I can't do it. It's too much. I'm already stressed. How can I take on more stress? Mm. So when we got to the point where we, got, where we decided, no, this we have to carve out time to do this, we just did one step at a time. We just turned up every week and did what was required for that week. And when you take one step at a time, you do eventually get there. So yeah, I would mm. I would say don't be overwhelmed. It's okay to look at the big picture from time to time, but just look at what's ahead of you for that week yeah. rather than um, being overwhelmed by everything that you have to accomplish in a certain time frame. 100%. And we're always saying you can't eat the elephant all at once. It must be in little bites. And there's no fast track to the end result. It's hard work, which is why many people don't start, unfortunately. Join our free Facebook group, Your Profitable Auto Repair Shop, and join in on the conversation with auto repair shop owners just like you globally. Was there anything else that you wanted to share there? Well, I have to mention Profit First because it's an absolute game changer. It's it's really changed. I can't... If I say it's changed our lives, it might be a bit over the top, but it really has because... The knock-on effect of using the profit-first systems means that instead of coming home at the end of the day, throwing your hands up in the air and saying, I want to sell the business, you can throw your hands up in the air and then pick up your phone and look at your bank account and go, oh my gosh, all that money is actually mine. And that is the cream that I can enjoy for the hard work that I put in this week. Yes. And if we didn't have profit-first, you'd be looking at your bank account going, is there enough in there to pay the bills? Am I going to be able to pay the wages? How much of this is mine? So if you haven't started Profit First already, get on to it yesterday because it <laughs> seriously is a game changer. Yes. And for you listening out there, Profit First is our special system that we help our engine roomers implement into their businesses to basically win back control of how money is spent. Uh, your business is usually a big hungry cash monster and without some controls some systems putting some harnesses on things your business will just eat the available cash and leave you with the the miserable leftovers so your story nicola with profit first is very similar to lots of our engine rumors who have implemented it and of course it's what we use ourselves you know we practice what we preach so that's that's wonderful now, one final question, and this is always what I like to ask our lady auto repair shop owners when they come on. What do you think has been your greatest impact on the business as the wife in the partnership? Apart from the obvious, like my background is in design and marketing. So when we launched the business, obviously we could look like we knew what we were doing. Mm. <laughs> and let me back that up. We do know what we're doing. <laughs> but we, we, we could launch like looking like we were well established. And in this day and age, people do place a lot of emphasis on your image. So apart from that, Brit and I have been married for uh, 22 years tomorrow, actually. We know each other really well. We're great partners. We know each other's strengths and each other's weaknesses. I think when you work with someone that you know so well, 
it kind of gives you your the freedom to fly in your own strengths because you know that your partner is going to back you up when your weaknesses may come to the forefront. Have there been times where you've felt like you wanted to fix or rescue and you've since learnt that maybe that's not the best role? I think that I do try and rescue Brett. I mean, Mm. because you know your partner so well, you can see their weaknesses really plainly. But you do also know how to handle it with kid gloves. So if I see an area where I think that he needs to improve on, (laughs) I know the best way to approach him in order to get the buy-in so that he does the work and we can improve in an area. We also, but we balance each other out as well in the workplace because he's he's like the world's biggest pessimist and and I'm the optimist. So we meet in the middle, you know, he's... Mm. He's a real logical thinker. I'm a real creative thinker. I'll be flying high with ideas and he'll have to drag me back to earth and, you know, I'll be really yes. mad for a while, but then after a while I think, oh, yeah, okay, you yeah. have a point. Yeah. So we work well together. And that sounds like a lifetime or 22 years tomorrow of really working at your personal relationship as well so that when you are here in business, you really are working together as as opposed to being two forces that are pulling against each other, which we don't always see. So again, credit to you guys. That's that's amazing. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing with our Whispering Loudly listeners. Congratulations on the hard work that you've done to get Coastal Autos to where it is at present and, and I know where it's going in the future. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And if you are not yet a member of our free Facebook group, Your Profitable Auto Repair Shop, make sure you jump into Facebook and search for us. We're having conversations every day in there with thousands of other auto repair shop owners on things like best tips and strategies for your team, for your service advisors, how to win more work, your software platforms, lots of different stuff so make sure you jump in there and join us see you next week thanks for listening to whispering loudly the award-winning workshop whisperer podcast as featured by apple with rachel evans the number one automotive business coach in the aftermarket thanks to platinum sponsor podium and titanium sponsor mechanic desk 